0: from Public Radio Carrie Harrison Preventing Truth Decay Truth Decay
1: Next Reality Check Live
0: What happens when you get the top LGBT elected officials who now control the world's sixth largest economy all together in the same room? From Los Angeles, we ask them Is there a gay agenda? Is this a choice? The future of the Democratic Party? And what is it that all people really have in common? It's next. Funding for today's program is provided in part by the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. The Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. I can't believe I just said that name without giggling. RCL. We have taken over your radio. We are now in control. We can crank up your radio's volume. Or we can turn it down so low that you can barely hear it. Then we can turn it back up and mess around with the bass level. Or we can crank up the trouble. We can blow out your left speaker.
1: Oh my gosh. We
0: can even make your radio sound like a broken sound We are in total charge. We are in complete control.
1: We are Reality Check Live.
0: And it is five minutes past the hour. Carrie Harrison with you, your new best friend. This is Reality Check Live, realitychecklive.org. You can also follow us or watch right now the live stream we are sitting here today. It is a special Pride edition. We have brought in top elected officials and others, even one who wants to run for President of the United States. We have every gender represented. And uh, if normally you're listening to this hour and something is missing, it's because it's our annual Gay Pride Week. And so we're here celebrating, but also explaining and understanding that an audience, just because it's Gay Pride Weekend, doesn't mean suddenly the listeners are gay. They're wondering, what happened to the show that would be on ordinarily right now? (laughs) We're here. But you're going to have a good time, and I promise you that. Before we introduce everybody here, to let you know why it's important that we're here, let's just assume that listening patterns are the same all over the world. 90% of people are going to be, they're going to identify as heterosexual. It's true. It's a true statement. That's how I got here, too. My parents (laughs) doing the hokey pokey. And that's what it's all about, (laughs) apparently. And so what happens is uh, people don't really get that maybe this is a biological imperative. And we'll get into that a little bit. Nature, nurture. What is this all about? And why is it so important? It's important to us. Let's have a parade. But there was a time when it wasn't a parade. There was uh, something going on. And we're going to take a look at that. Each of these openly gay top elected officials... Governed an area which is the largest in the entire country, that being Los Angeles, 50 miles long from the Pacific Ocean all the way inland, uh, halfway to Palm Springs. Let's start with Jeffrey Prang. He's to my right. He's the county assessor, and his office is responsible for locating all taxable property in the county. That's 88 cities across Los Angeles County and establishing its value. I mean, this is big. We're talking about 2.6 million assessments the largest assessment agency in the nation. Did I say the largest assessment agency in the nation? I don't recall. Repeat it. <laughs> huge, or as, as our president would say, huge with a Y. Um, he's committed to establishing accurate and fairly assessed property values, something his predecessor may have had, let's say, s- a slightly less commitment. This is why he was just reelected uh, within the last number of days. To His right, because it's radio and you can't see unless you're one of those modern people looking at Facebook Live, (laughs) you'll see next to him Vivian Romero, former member of the city council in Montebello. Um, Current. Current. Well, how do you like that? Former mayor. That's it. Former mayor and current (laughs) member. I'm actually allowing somebody to have written this out for me and next time I'm going to write it out myself like that. She is the first out LGBT member of that committee. First out president of the Independent Cities Associated and statewide municipal advocacy group. This is big.
1: Yes, I came out to uh I came out twice in my life. In politics and as a kid. So it's interesting coming out twice. Uh, Well, yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. And, And my twin sister, by the way, or Twister... Is a lesbian. Twister. So 100% of my parents' offspring are enchanted, (laughs) which is the universe's gift to Republican parents. Not one, but two at one time. I want to also introduce to my left, who may be to my left, but actually he's not. He's actually to my center in many ways politically. His name is Ronnie Kroll. And you know him uh, as uh, on season one of Bravo's Make Me a Supermodel. And I'm making him a supermodel right here, a super political model here. And he won the title of fan favorite on Bravo. Ronnie's officially formed an exploratory presidential campaign committee with the FEC called Citizens for Ronnie Kroll took hours with your marketing team to come up with that one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to spell his last name, K-R-O-E-L-L, which is German for curl. It is. How do you like that? Um, he has plans to declare candidacy for President of the United States in 2020. So you'll be running against... Um,
2: Donnie Trump. Don- if he's still running. We'll see what happens. That's right. We'll or running
0: away, if we're lucky, or running behind bars <laughs> in a tight circle. <laughs> Um, and his platform is meet me in the meet him in the middle, and we're going to find out what that means. I'm going to uh, say hi also to Mitch O'Farrell. Mitch O'Farrell seems to be ubiquitous these days, at least to the parties I've been going to recently. <laughs> I don't know what that word means, but I like a, that I could even pronounce it. <laughs> Mitch O'Farrell has served as council member of the 13th district of Los Angeles since July of 2013. Mitch is passionate. It sounds like a fashion show. Mm-hmm. Feeling comfortable, Ronnie. <laughs> Mitch is passionate about safe neighborhoods and improving the quality of life in Atwater Village, East Hollywood, Echo Park, Elysian Valley, Glassell Park, historic Filipino town, Hollywood, which is really kind of his home base. Hollywood, California, wherever you're listening right now, yep. Hollywood, California, Little Armenia, Mid Wilshire, Koreatown, Thai Town, and Silver Lake. So it is a huge footprint um, which you
3: control and take care of and manage. Well, I think it's more like it controls me than I control it. But yes, I've been a council member since 2013. Uh, It's the greatest privilege of my life. And, um, you know, as an out gay candidate and as an out gay elected official, um, I think I have a stepped-up responsibility, and so um, I, I take that very, very seriously, and I, and I welcome that. Great. So I'm going to start with a, a
0: quote from um, the presidents. <laughs> Ask yourself, who is really the friend of women and the LBGT and
4: LGBT community? <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you who the better friend is. And someday, I believe, that will be proven out bigly.
0: Oh! True or false? <laughs>
4: well, <laughs> clearly true. Let's start yeah. with Jeff Bragg. <laughs>
0: yeah.
4: I, uh, if you can't say even the four letters in, in the community, it raises some doubts about your commitment to, uh, <laughs> to, the, to, to the community. Um, but the president says a lot of things with a great deal of Assertiveness and affirmativeness that are simply untrue, and um, his record is uh, seems to speak
0: for itself. Let's jump over to Vivian Romero, the uh, uh, current member of City Council in Montebello. Uh, your thoughts, and, and point the microphone right at you, if you would.
1: Well, up a little bit, like a. There we there go. There we go. See, I'm not used to this motion. I know that. If, if you're
0: watching <laughs> Facebook video, you would have Sorry. understood maybe the the look of a banana going into a monkey's.
5: <laughs> there you go.
0: Yes.
1: Um, nothing surprises me that comes out of this man's mouth. It's I, I mean, we should never be shocked by some of the things that he says. But isn't it? Tremendous, tremendous Diggly. that every <laughs> yes. that small hands uh, uh, is is just making a mockery of of uh, the presidential seat. Uh, to all of us, to, to everyone in uh, the the state, in the United States of America, and uh, we shouldn't be shocked by anything that comes out of his mouth. And
0: we're not, not here to do a Trump bash. He just happens to be a curiosity in the zoo of humans that uh, tend to have thermonuclear weapons within five feet at every minute. Um, let's switch over to Mitch O'Farrell, a council member for Hollywood and well beyond, um, Donald Trump uh, an advocate for the LGBT community.
3: I think the way he speaks about his his so-called advocacy it's like it's like psychology 101. It's when a child is trying to mask their lies or insecurities by overcompensating. There's a reason that he was late for the LGBT session at the at the the, uh, seven, the the summit yeah, at the G7 the G- yeah, G- se- yeah, G- G- seven, the G7 G- summit in Canada. Yeah. And so uh, uh, Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, went on without him, and uh, Trump showed up late and left early. Uh, So I think that kind of says everything about his commitment to LGBTQ uh, and everything that he does. You know, I was raised in a household, and we were taught it's not what you say, it's what you do. Well, with Trump, it's both. It's what you say, and it's what he doesn't do. Uh, So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty much, I think the verdict is in, and he has no friend. To this community, or any other community for that matter.
0: We're going to swing the microphone over, and you guys are getting really good at sharing your toys in <laughs> the sandbox of opportunity here. Uh, to Ronnie Kroll, he uh, is a uh, most famous for being on Bravo's "Make Me a Supermodel" and is also declaring his candidacy for president of the United States in 2020, and get right up there, Ronnie. Um, president Trump being a great advocate of the LBG of the LG
2: of the uh, <laughs> yeah that L N O P You know, everybody thinks he's stupid and a buffoon, but I think he's probably one of the smartest men in the country. Honestly, and so as someone that comes from the reality TV world and understands the buttons that he's pushing, we've created a reality TV culture, right, that we're all hooked on. We love our reality TV show programs, and there's a culture around that, and he's learned how to use those mechanisms to his advantage, and it's unfortunate because do I – Do I think that Donald Trump uh, dislikes gay people? No. Do I think that he hates them? No. But he, he understands the base that he's speaking to, and he understands the way his divisive language can be used to rile that base and push those buttons to get the support that he needs to retain power. And how interesting that we call it a base, because there is the apex up high, and then at the bottom,
0: it's the base. For him, it's truly base. Well,
2: and it's unfortunate because there are good people that he's speaking to. There really are good people with good family values, you know, that, that, that care about the country. They're patriots in the way that they know how to be. And that's one of the things that concerns me is Trump is so quick to divide and conquer us and tell us how different we are and how separate we are. And, you know, I'm sorry, but united we stand, divided we fall. And he's he's – one of the biggest challenges that we have to overcome as an American people to get back to that place of patriotism and unity.
0: Carrie Harrison here with you, and this is a special edition of Reality Check Live. Don't forget you can hear us on your local NBC stations Mondays at 6 p.m. And here on public radio Fridays at 6.30 p.m. following the network news. You can get a podcast of this and any other show, catch videos, and even see our uncensored behind-the-scenes production sessions at realitychecklive.org. Follow us on all social media at GoHarrison. We're acknowledging this global pride season by bringing on the top LGBT elected officials across Los Angeles and greater Southern California. We have L.A. City Councilman Mitch O'Farrell, who oversees greater Hollywood. Jeffrey Prang, the Los Angeles County Assessor, responsible for assessing 25 million pieces of property across 88 cities inside California. Ronnie Kroll, best known for his role on Bravo's So You Wanna Be a Supermodel, now running for president in 2020 to reunite Americans on both sides. And Vivian Romero, the city of Montebello's first LGBTQ mayor, current council member, and in the race for California's 32nd state senate district seat. Don't forget, you can also watch the live stream of this right now on Facebook. Keyword Go Harrison. Facebook forward slash Go Harris. And you can see the whole Soup Cat and Pizzas were juggling, contorting, declawing cats, reupholstering an old sofa in the corner, and destroying the station's meth lab with a sledgehammer.
1: Reality check. Live. News. Reality Check. Recap.
5: For Reality Check Live, I'm Mercy Malik, and this is your Economic Minute. The Republican led corporate tax cuts of 2017 were billed as a stimulus for hiring and workers' wage improvement, but records show that the savings were instead passed on to company executives and investors. NBC News reports that U.S. companies largely used the tax windfall to buy back their own stock, which in turn increased the value of shares already held by company stockholders. Some companies did issue a one-time-only cash bonus to their workers, but those employees were then required to pay a higher tax rate on that bonus as extra income, while real wages remained stagnant across the board. Stock buybacks, however, set a new record immediately after the corporate tax cuts took effect. The last time a stock repurchasing record was set was just before the Great Recession. And now your World Minute. Do you think your apartment is small? Well, good thing you don't live in Beijing, China. National Geographic reports that more than one million people in Beijing live in underground bunkers constructed during the Cold War, in tiny rooms without windows or even sufficient ventilation. Beijing is home to about 10,000 such bunkers, originally intended only to be used in the event of nuclear fallout. But an extreme housing crisis in the city drove tenants literally underground. Conditions often violate Beijing's mandatory minimum of 43 square feet of living space per resident, plus mold and stale air are ubiquitous problems. In 2010, the city outlawed the use of bunkers as permanent housing, but nearly a decade later, the residents remain, with officials largely turning a blind eye, mostly because there are no other spaces to which they can move. The cost of living in Beijing currently ranks as third most expensive in the world. For Reality Check Live, I'm Mercy Malik.
1: Recap reality check live RealityCheckLive.org. check
5: uh, and I made rude hand signals to some guy who almost ran me off the road and um, oh yeah it's been 2,000 miles since my last confession I'll tell
2: you what say three hail marys and have your oil change. thank
5: you father would you like a nice
2: hot apple pie to go with that much oil uh,
5: no thanks alright then pull forward and leave your offering at the window Introducing
4: the fast, efficient way to get it off your chest. It's the all new Toot and Tell Drive Through Confessional. Hello, my child, and welcome to Toot and Tell. If you've no, committed 10 sins or think, less, but... try our Sinner's Express Lane. Or come inside and meditate at the shrine to Our Lady of the Lube Job. It's all at the Toot Tell Drive Through Confessional. Stop by this week and get a free Toot and Tell or Go to Hell bumper sticker. Just look for the clown and the cleric scholar, Toot and Tell. Low Sundays.
1: Reality check live with Carrie Harrison.
0: Carrie Harrison with you, your new best friend. This is Reality Check Live, realitychecklive.org. We're also live streaming right now on Facebook Live at Reality Check LV. Sitting right now with a room full of elected officials and one soon to be elected as President of the United States, E. pluribus (laughs) Unum. I'm going to go around the table again and we're going to jump into nature versus nurture to make it understandable and also find out from elected officials about the gay agenda, which I've been waiting almost two decades now to learn even more about. (laughs) Um, We're going to start... To my right, Uh, if you're watching the video, if you're not, just know he's to my right. Jeffrey Prang, he's the county assessor, office responsible for locating all taxable property in the county. That's 88 cities across L.A. County, establishing its value. 2.6 million assessments and the largest assessment agency in the nation. Next to him is Vivian Romero, uh, member of the city council in Montebello, uh, first out LGBT member of the council, first out president of the Independent Cities Association, Association and a statewide municipal advocacy advocate. What's the word I'm Advocacy using? organization. Thank you so much, <laughs> And equally articulate is Mitch O'Farrell, served as council member of the 13th District. This is in Los Angeles again, where we're coming from. Since July of 2013, he's passionate about safe neighborhoods, improving the quality of life in Atwater Village, and at East Hollywood, Echo Park. It goes on and on and on, and Hollywood is really kind of his home base. And then just drop a, a pebble in the middle and watch the ripples go out, and this is the area that he covers. Next to him is a presidential candidate. A young one, by the way, too. Barely legal. Yeah, pull the microphone over. Barely legal. Barely legal. <laughs> so barely legal that somehow he tricked... Uh, Bravo TV and putting him on a reality show. So, we're going to talk for just a minute and then we're going to uh, pause and return. But I want to talk a little bit about the history of what it's like to be gay because it's important. Again, when your listenership is going to be 90% identifying as, you know, mainstream heterosexual, this may just be a massive annual oddity. You know, it's not a parade for all, per se, though all are welcome and all do participate. It really is for one segment of society, which people don't necessarily understand. A lot of people have religious scruples and we're just told it's just wrong. You know, we know that the... Uh, uh, the Senate of Rome in 680 AD. Before then, we were all pagans, whoever we are, coming from Mitch O'Farrell, so we're talking uh, Ireland, possibly, or, or, or Scotland, or who knows where, uh, just going by the name. Uh, we're talking about Jeffrey Prang, so we're now in, in Poland and in Germany, possibly, a little bit. We're talking about, and I hope I'm guessing pretty close, uh, uh, Vivian Romero, so maybe we're even on this continent or somewhere near here, or Italiano, Spain. I
1: have Sicilian it, background, okay. and Mexicana. There you there you
0: go. So your your home home run and Rani Kaul. We know that we're in Do- Deutschland. Very German. Very German. Okay. So so you guys, the Germans. You guys were serious pagans, having a good good clean fun there. Um, and and I come from. I'm a wasp, whatever that is. A total minority. Um, you know, we come from England. We worship the sun. You know And have bad teeth And I look like The canary in the room That's for sure just fine.
3: My uh, teeth Happen yeah, to look Because I've look been in, Been in this yeah. country
0: Since 1620 My my ancestors Well I'm not Personally But Although it looks like
3: and it well
0: preserved I'm well preserved <laughs> I, I Because I get my lotion At the Ritz-Carlton oh, <laughs> Along with Mr. Funny. Pruitt I ride around with him while When he's not busy Dating um, Pence mm-hmm. But these are Other stories And speculations For another time I want to talk Talk about what it was like, so the people understand throughout history uh, when the Catholic, when the church got together. And this is the Holy Roman Empire. We had all these pagans running around doing whatever they wanted. Ancient Greece. Let's look at. Uh, Zeus' temple, Zeus, the god of all gods, from which we get the word Deus, Deuteronomy, all the terms that we know so well. This is the god of gods whose offspring was Ganymede, both male and female. Not an oops, but a truth. Then we look at, let's say, the emperor Hadrian of Rome, where for 50 years, Rome had a more peaceable existence, but also established the very first libraries and art all over the known world. He built a gate in front of Zeus's temple in Athens. It's called Hadrian's Gate, and that gate was to his boyfriend Antonus. It is not controversial. People drive by it all the time. There's no car wrecks. People don't clutch their children. The economy (laughs) doesn't fluctuate. It's been there forever. And this was always very, very normal. Uh, The great historian, um, uh, how do you like that one I'm about to say, and uh, Gore Vidal, Mm -hmm. great historian Gore Vidal said, people always do whatever they can get away with. (laughs) And it's just kind of a fact. So Hadrian's Gate, all this stuff throughout history until a church decides it needs to control as an empire the occupants that it has conquered. Mm -hmm. And so we create this kind of new church. We base it on, you know, the sun rises and sets and Jesus is born right around the solstice and then blah, blah, blah. And here we are with new rules. And the new rules say that our people literally unexist. And it wasn't until the 18, late 1880s, early 1890s that Sigmund Freud in Switzerland came up with the word homosexual. There had been no word before. There was sodomy and this and that, but sodomy also means kissing in public. Yeah, it's a very loose term. It just ended up getting slightly more focused when you could get the cops involved. And so in the 1920s, the New York Times published the word homosexual in the newspaper, and now it becomes a category category. It becomes a prosecutable thing. And suddenly, we exist in a way where we never did before. Um, So, quickly, I'm just going to go to you, Mitch, only because I heard you the other night at the Hollywood Museum talking about how Los Angeles, and for those of you listening in New York and Miami and Chicago and Virginia and Taos, New Mexico, our latest affiliate, KMUD, M-U-D, I (laughs) like those call letters. My name is MUD. Um, Los Angeles, not New York, not Stonewall, not what we all think, right here, miles from here, was the beginning of the gay movement.
3: Mm -hmm. I think something really special about Los Angeles is that this is a city that migrants and immigrants come to where there is a cultural expectation that you will reach your potential, that you will be who you are. And and society in Los Angeles will embrace that and, and actually celebrate that. So I think that's what has drawn people to Los Angeles for decades and decades, if not hundreds of years. And uh, uh, so you know, uh, in, as far as Hollywood and as far as the 13th District, Silver Lake, a lot of historic neighborhoods. Um, the Black Cat protests uh, began because uh, same-sex individuals were caught kissing. New black year's Cat is a bar. Black Cat <laughs> bar in Silver yeah. Lake. Uh, they were caught kissing at the stroke of midnight in 1966 to 1967. Uh, there, was, there were police uh, undercover inside, and there were, there were beatings uh, and arrests. And uh, night after night after that, people began gathering and saying, enough, we've had enough poli- uh, police brutality. Uh, A major event was organized on February 11th of 1967, and about 600 individuals came out and for the first time showed their faces and declared that they were homosexual. Many of them, maybe even most of them, lost their jobs. Their families disowned them. They're the pioneers. Uh, A few years later, we know that Stonewall in New York happened. uh, And then the very first Christopher Street West parade, or the very first gay rights parade was in L.A. in 1970 in Hollywood. The first Different Light bookstore was in Silver Lake. The Mattachine Society, 1950 at Harry Hayes house in Silver Lake, was the very first LGBT organization in the world. So Los Angeles has a very rich history for people coming here and just demanding and not accepting anything other than they were going to, for us, for individuals, To live their life to its full potential, regardless of what society tries to make you do.
0: And if anybody has ever been to something called a movie theater or seen one of these things on the TV set, um, if you get rid of all the gay people, many of hundreds played straight people, you wouldn't have motion pictures, nor would you have something called literature, nor would you have libraries, nor would you have much of a culture. But you'd have a lot of war, which we're kind of getting close (laughs) to. (laughs) Carrie Harrison here with you. This is Reality Check Live, realitychecklive.org. We're also live streaming right now on Facebook Live at Reality Check LV, LV for live. Reality Check LV, so you can see our elected officials. And just on the other side, we're going to take a look at nature versus nurture. So we're not selling the gay agenda, which we'll find out what that is officially, (laughs) because I still haven't gotten my card. I'm waiting. I am too. And I want to get it. We're going to find out what that is, nature versus nature, as we continue with Mitch O'Farrell, council member of the 13th District, uh, Hollywood, California, next to him, Ronnie Kroll, running for president in 2020 against... Whoever is still running, and and he's in the middle. He wants to create purpleness. Purpleness. Blue, Lots of purpleness. Blue and red, purpleness. Comment. Next yeah. to me is Jeffrey Prang. He is the L.A. County Assessor. It is the largest, uh, covers the largest swath in the entire nation, um, and is responsible, sort of the value of where we all live. And also, he is able to give some people certain discounts that they don't even know they're entitled to, <laughs> because he's transparent and honest. And I didn't know this. What? <laughs> yeah. If I'm a first-time house owner, I, can, I don't have to pay that. Yep. So uh, so he's he's wonderful. And then next to him, of course, yeah, is Vivian Romero, who is a councilwoman in Montebello. Carrie Harrison here with you. More to come straight ahead. Listen, well, it's still legal, reality check
4: live. I'd ask whether or not you think I will someday be on Mount Rushmore.
0: Hi, Carrie Harrison here. Now you can help our president receive his well-earned position on Mount Rushmore. I want you to remember this website, realityswag.com, realityswag.com. Why? Because we have the fantastic M Peach t-shirts. The big capital M followed by a fuzzy peach Mpeach t-shirts. You gotta get one at realityswag.com. This is the kind of stuff and crap that we're allowing in our country. Each purchase of this MPH t-shirt goes directly to support this show and bring on high-level people to give you the real truth and prevent truth decay. Oh shut up! Reality swag.com, you will get a hundred percent cotton t-shirt with M and a peach. M-Peach in three colors, in white, in green, and black. White, green, and black, and all sizes you could imagine. Small, medium, large, extra large, 3X, all the way up to 5X, every single size, three fantastic colors, 100% cotton, unisex M-Peach t-shirt. Grab by the... So help eject our president right up to Mount Rushmore and get your t shirt today. Available at realityswag.com. 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 And wait till you see the design. It's pure genius. How dare you call me a genius? How dare you call me a genius? Available right now at realityswag.com.
1: It smells like fish. Tastes like chocolate. Reality, Reality. Check Live. <laughs>
0: Hello! Just
4: like the old days in 1932 when I was only 50 years
2: old. Yep, old timey radio with a modern twist. Complete with retired union foley operators and authentic vacuum
0: tube audio processors. Gather around the wireless. Plop your ass onto the Davenport. Light up a Chesterfield. Grab your loved one. Not there. It's time for Uncle Harry Big News
4: Story Time. In today's live reenactment, we tackle a current news issue and retell it the way it probably
0: happened. Or, more perversely, could have happened. This week it's. Harry? Well, it's not just Indiana. California's Attorney General has now stepped in to quash one of those statewide ballot initiatives that allows anyone to propose a law with just 200 bucks and enough lunatics to sign a petition. (laughs) The new Sodomite Suppression Act would allow Californians to assassinate random gays under a special death penalty provision. And just think, a mere accusation could be terminal, especially for any closeted golfing buddies at California's many country clubs. You know, we should donate even more money. The Sodomite Suppression Act is going to clean up this county. Cheers.
2: Hi, welcome to the club. I'm Bruce. I'll be your server today. Chad, (laughs) would you like to order first? Yes, certainly. We have salmon, salted sea snails, and a salad (laughs) niçoise.
0: Jesus, I think someone just hit a high C. Good. Oh, I have to take a whiz. Would you like to join me in the men's room? Why, certainly. Grab your martini. Ah, uh, here we are. Oh, drat this zipper... Oh, hold your drink. Oh, let me get it. Hold you. my drink. I will. I'll help you pull that out. Oh. There we go.
5: Oh, oh.
1: Oh. Hello? Sirs? Yes, yes?
2: Your entrees are ready. We'll be right out. I'm coming in. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Your naughty parts are in his hand. Well, it d- doesn't mean a damn thing. Good heavens! Sodomites! <laughs> sodomites! Goodness! I have to get out my Smith and Wesson! <laughs> Clean up in the bedroom! <laughs>
0: sodomites! <laughs> and of course these lawmakers had to find a way to work in the Second Amendment to fight sodomy! Carrie Harrison. And there's your reality bite. Truth (laughs) Decay. Truth (laughs) Decay. Reality
1: Check Live.
0: Harry Harrison here with you, and this is a special edition of Reality Check Live. Don't forget you can hear us on your local NBC stations Mondays at 6 p.m. and here on public radio Fridays at 6.30 p.m. following the network news. You can get a podcast of this and any other show, catch videos, and even see our uncensored behind-the-scenes production sessions at realitychecklive.org. Follow us on all social media at GoHarrison. We're acknowledging this global pride season by bringing on the top LGBT elected officials across Los Angeles and greater Southern California. We have L.A. City Councilman Mitch O'Farrell, who oversees greater Hollywood, Vivian Romero, the city of Montebello's first LGBTQ mayor, current council member and in the race for California's 32nd state Senate district seat. Jeffrey Prang, the Los Angeles County Assessor, responsible for assessing 25 million pieces of property across 88 cities inside California. Ronnie Kroll, best known for his role on Bravo's So You Want to Be a Supermodel, won the title of Fan Favorite, so much so that it's kind of like Lost in Space. It was supposed to be about the family Robinson, and it ended up being about Dr. Smith, (laughs) so kind of the same thing. Ronnie has officially formed an exploratory presidential campaign committee with the Federal Elections Committee and it's called Citizens for Ronnie Kroll last name spelled K R O E L L and he plans to declare candidacy for president in 2020 and he's running for the middle party as it were um let's talk gentlemen and gentle lady and then there's me let's talk about nature versus nurture now i'm going to dispel a rumor people think uh, Again, we're looking at Ricky, a known and avowed heterosexual who's running the audio in there. We're going to give him a round of applause. Hey, Ricky. Ricky does not get up every morning and make a choice. I'm going to be straight today. I am. I am. I am. I'm going to like girls. I'm going to like them. I am. I am. Probably never has that battle. (laughs) So this idea of a choice, I swear to God, I'm going to get a Playboy magazine as opposed to... We won't mention some other things.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Am I right, Ricky? You can nod for yes.
0: Oh, he can't hear. He can't hear. Okay. He's just not responding responding because he's a professional. So so that said, we have right here uh, this nature versus nature or a choice. So, Jeff Prang, starting with you, do you wake up in the morning and make a choice? Oh, I made my choice a long time ago. (laughs) 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 no i do not make a
4: make a choice obviously we don't choose to be who we are yeah um i am who i am and i've always been that way but i had to spend time as a youth not knowing what it was yeah never understanding what feeling these feelings were because everything we were being taught or compelled to submit to told us we needed to be something uh something different so uh I didn't make a choice. I just came to be aware of who I am.
0: And what about you? Um,
1: From the Isle of Lesbos? From the Isle of Lesbos. (laughs) (laughs) Wonder Woman. (laughs) The vegetarian in the room. <laughs> Why? Sorry. When well, in doubt, done now. Do you know there I was a... I always knew I liked Monta fish Bello, more right? than hot dogs.
4: Since there, a very early age. I'm sorry for you. There, now, there was sorry. A, in, when Don't I, you represent Montebello?
1: Yes.
0: I I lived for a while in Tampa, Florida, and there was a courier service owned by lesbians called Lickety Split.
1: I love that.
0: And it was all about their speed, obviously.
1: Um. Nature versus nurture No, it was not a choice for me um, I knew very, very young uh, That I was always attracted to, to girls I didn't understand those feelings At a very early age um, I look back at some of the, the young photographs And I was looking with my cousin And there's a picture of me I had undressed my doll And I had my I have kind of large hands Not Like Donald hands. Trump <laughs> <laughs> yours are bigger and, and I and I had her buttocks you know and then she goes oh that's when it started for you <laughs> um, and I said oh maybe I said, yes doll playing <laughs> undressing my dolls and you know hold, grasping their buttocks I I always knew I um, I kept it hidden uh, it, like in the fifth sixth seventh grade I know that I struggled with those feelings because I I remember wanting to kiss you know some of my close girlfriends and they're still my friends um but it wasn't until like around sophomore, junior year that um, uh, we were going to roller skating rings in Pico Rivera and going out, you know, with very butch women and my mom confronted me and she said, I don't see men, boys coming to take you out on dates anymore, but I see these very manly girls showing up now all of a sudden well you know I started to explore finally the feelings that I had and realized it became like a more of an awareness within me uh, and just wanting to confront those feelings and explore those feelings um, in my adulthood and uh, certainly I had to fight a lot uh, with family and society and religion coming from a Catholic upbringing yeah. um, it was problematic um, for me and there was bullying involved mm-hmm. and we had to hide our um, feelings. I was just talking yesterday at the Dyke March. Um, I was speaking there, and it was ironic for me because I was in front of Barney's Beanery in West Hollywood, and I remembered a- a- as a young girl going there, and we had to go to the restroom, me and my lover. And we went into the restroom not knowing the policies. They literally L- Let's c-
0: help people understand what that is. So if when you're listening and you're not from here, Barney's Beanery, West Hollywood, California, is probably considered – the Mecca of all gaiety, Mm -hmm. uh, far surpassing now San Francisco in many ways. It's still a very concentrated hub. And there is a place called Barney's Beanery, which is a sports bar. And now everybody can go. But at the time you're talking about um, Vivian Romero, not everybody could go because they had a famous sign, misspelt by the way, mm-hmm. that said, no fagot, F-A-G-O-T-S. It, it said, said faggots, stay out. That's wow. right. Wow. Okay. That's it's that's important right. to
4: note that it's under new ownership, which is now very pro-LGBT and have been for a number of years. So I don't mm-hmm. want anybody really think bad things about Barney's
1: beery, That's the past. Yeah. That's right. And, and, the past that's was right. bad. And
0: Jeffrey the Prang, by bad. the way, former mayor of West Hollywood, former city councilman, so he knows.
1: Yes. And so it was ironic to be standing there in front of all the dykes yesterday for the march, and they were about to get on their bikes, and um, and to, to be able to speak there in front of that establishment, of which I was thrown out of with my lover in the restroom. I and mean, they literally came into the bathroom, and they were banging on the stall, and they said, get the f out of here get out yeah, yeah. now and they 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 shoved us out and i couldn't believe it so it was it was it was incredible because, you know, back then, we also had um, only one gay uh, club, which was at the time in San Gabriel Valley called the Amber Light. And uh, there was a lot of hate crimes going on uh, in, in San Gabriel Valley at that time. You had to be very careful when you went in and when you walked out. We do have one gay uh, club in Montebello still to this day called Chico's, um, and they tried to shut it down. But but it's interesting, going back to the, to what you were asking, is, is how? how um a lot of people had to suppress that within their own family within their communities and it's unfortunate but but the good thing is that all of us obviously stood up for our beliefs and we we knew who we were and we were comfortable in our own skin and that is what i think um is, is gonna help society, help people, help the youth of today, because even now, there's a lot of LGBTQ homeless out on, on the streets because they are being kicked out of their homes. And, and it, it's, it's really something that, you know, they look to us for guidance and, and they want acceptance and validation just like anybody else. That we couldn't is- even get it in
0: our own homes sometimes. Vivian Romero, she is a a city member of city council of Montebello, which is. greater Los Angeles area. I want to give a shout-out to Vic Jarami for having put together um, this exquisite panel. I mean, you guys, this is just, like, perfect. We're getting a real sense. We're going to go next to Ronnie Kroll, uh, again, appeared on season one of Bravo's Make Me a Supermodel, became the fan favorite, has now filed with the FCC, Citizens for Ronnie Kroll, plans to declare his candidacy for president in 2020, Uh, a young man, uh, probably three months younger than me. Maybe four (laughs) Carrie Harrison here With you by the way This is Reality Check Live RealityCheckLive.org RealityCheckLive.org Where you can get a podcast of this And every other broadcast We're also on every single Major streaming service From uh, iTunes to Apple Podcasts To uh, Amazon's Alexa Soon to Spotify uh, And a variety of different AMs and FM's And affiliates everywhere um, Preventing truth decay And that's really the point We're here to. Today is to talk and not just talk about how fun and neat everything is, but also help explain to the rest of the people, why it is that we do what we do. Think of the 1950s when you had separate drinking fountains, separate bathrooms, separate everything. That's what we're talking about today. And though we live in this incredible state of California, where we have certain protections that other people simply do not enjoy, it is still the 1950s for many of us. And Ronnie, nature versus nurture for you. Did you wake up and stretch and say okay today or Listen you
2: know? listen unless you're a pure masochist <laughs> I don't know anyone that would choose when they wake up in the morning to be something that calls upon them so like it puts a target on their back right cuz so and I'm I'm grateful to have lived in the generation that I lived in because the people that came Help before us me know what that is if they're not watching Facebook live <laughs> reality check LV, at
0: reality check I was LV. born
2: in 1983 oh during King Ronald the 1st <laughs> That's right <laughs> (laughs) But, you know, I just, I don't know how it could be a choice because it's just like, I don't think anyone would ever, unless again, they were a masochist that really just enjoyed pain, um, would get up one day and just be like, I'm going to be so different that everyone's going to hate me and everyone's going to call me names and bully me and... I just don't think that that's the way it is, and we've already seen science prove that there are homosexual animals. I mean, human beings. At the end of the day, we're all animals, so you know, Speak it for yourself. <laughs> it exists in nature, you know. <laughs> to your point. To your
0: point. Ten percent of seagulls. 10% And those cute penguins Yes Remember uh, the uh, cute penguins Right, Milo and the whatever the other yeah. one um, 83% of giraffes, by the way It may be the long neck
2: <laughs> <laughs> We
0: have uh, it, it happens throughout the animal kingdom In fact, there was a famous BBC report in 2003 Almost last century, that got almost no play here in the United States. Mm -hmm. And what they had done in concert with uh, some universities in London and in Tokyo, they had changed the orientation of a fruit fly. That's not to be a pun or (laughs) ironic in any way. It's just they're very simple organisms, as you know, changed the orientation of a fruit fly five times in a single hour. And the fruit fly was not embarrassed it didn't blush, nothing like that. And what they did simply by raising and lowering the temperature, showing that in these very simple organisms, hormonal response guided their, uh, their orientation. So, of course, it was blocked here. It didn't happen. What are you, what are you talking about?
2: Well, and you, all you have to do is Google, go ahead and Google this at home, uh, Dr. Alfred Kinsey. Kenzie created a scale from one to six and he basically states that human sexuality falls on that scale and most people are somewhere in between you had that college experience I did <laughs> with a roommate yep. you know and you know as far as sexuality goes I think it's really unfortunate especially in this country how we've demonized sexuality because I think that's where you'll see a lot of um, unhealthy perversions stem from because if you feel like you have to hide a part of yourself and you have to go in the shadows to express yourself it's the most Fundamental, fundamental, fundamental good
0: word. Fundamental it is as in fundamentalism. <laughs> yeah. I think about what a, what fundament is also another word for buttocks. So a fundamentalist is somebody who thinks through their buttocks. Thinks through their
1: ass. That
3: sounds about
1: right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Let's switch over to I Mitch. That O'Farrell. was a cranial rectal inversion. <laughs> right, <laughs> Jeff. A CRI. <laughs> a CRI. Oh, dreaded <laughs> CRI. Mitch O'Farrell serving
0: as council member of the 13th District, uh, Hollywood in California here. And you, Mitch, uh, nature versus nurture.
3: So you asked initially about is it a choice. So in my personal life, in my very existence, I've made two choices. The first choice was when I was 13 or 14, and I made a choice that I was going to survive. That was choice number one because I knew who I was. And choice number two was much later when I chose to never ever be in the closet again and always be out and be my authentic self. And so what I always want people to do, especially young people who are isolated in some of these places that have no support system, is if you find yourself in that situation, you can make the same choices. Uh, And you need to realize that your life has value. I knew that I was very different. I think my whole family knew no one really knew how to do deal with it. That was in the 70s in Oklahoma, which ironically is better than than it is now because of the political climate. Um, and Merle Haggard stopped singing. He, yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. Um, but really, I, I knew that I had this one life. I knew that I was attracted to men, and, and that was that's how I was wired. I always knew that. But I thought I, I still deserve to have a quality, a, a quality life. Yeah. And that I deserve to reach my full potential no matter what. And so my survival skills kicked in. I'm convinced that led me to Los Angeles. That led me to have the resolve and the the guts and the determination to become elected to the city council. um, Because we've all been battle tested. We've all had probably a similar journey. And it makes us strong. And in terms of my gay agenda, my gay agenda is very simple it's equality and full potential for everyone no matter who you are or where you're from that is the gay agenda
0: you and tommy and, jefferson
3: <laughs> well that that agenda is for everyone yeah. and that's what drew me into public service because there are other oppressed groups and there are other individuals who are marginalized and discriminated against and so that's something that i think we can all relate to
0: mm-hmm. and and that's interesting uh, as we pivot Gently. Back to Ronnie Kroll in just a minute about finding that middle ground. All of us want clean food, air, water. Uh, Ronnie is going to be stuck on the planet, as will Ricky in there for another 80 years, potentially, with melting glaciers and inhospitable air and water. And for you guys, climate change and the rest, it's not a joke. You don't get to just go to New Zealand like a billionaire. You're stuck here. (laughs) Like, why? Look at that. My parents had a condo in Florida that I was going to inherit, but it's now underwater. Oops, I'm going to have to go get my eighth job in the day. And as George W. Bush reminded us, you're a good American if you work more than three jobs. So we have a lot of issues that are common to all the mammals here, and, and this is what we are. And uh, we're going to return in just a moment, but I'm going to tell you my nature versus nurture thing. Um, I went away to a school in Switzerland Which was my father's best thinking. And uh, my father collected German war memorabilia, if you catch my drift. He liked to drink, too. A lot. And my mother was a cross between Mommy Dearest and Cruella DeVille on a good day. (laughs) (laughs) So in this school, where, by the way, the house father was a former SS officer from World War II... And the house, mo- uh, no, only here, right? And the house mother was Mussolini's former girlfriend. They were like 85 and lovers. And we had a code of conduct manual that was a hangover from the British system. Page one, bold lettering, right across the middle homosexuality shall be punishable by immediate expulsion. Now, if that doesn't put a chill in your pants, <laughs> nothing will. But here's the cruelty of it all way beyond that. The school had been built as a hotel in the eighteen sixties. And in typical Germanic fashion, the showers were in the basement and it was five showers with one gang valve. So you had to shower five boys at a time. I don't know about you, mm-hmm. but when I was going through puberty, a puff of wind mm-hmm. <laughs> you remember? Now, this this is a male this is a male thing. So Vivian Romero, you can you can you can understand how we are Do you guys remember eighth grade being called up to the blackboard? And you always had to put your textbook across your lap and walk (laughs) up. Do you remember that? It was horrifying for all of us. Nothing
3: is more cruel than puberty. Yes. Puberty
0: is cruel. So I had to shower with four other naked European boys, and I've showered for four years with my stomach against the wall because... I couldn't hide it. I know you're supposed to think of dead kittens or your grandmother. <laughs> I don't care what you think about it. It doesn't work. So that's a problem. Harrison with you. This is Reality Check Live, realitychecklive.org. You can also watch our live stream at Reality Check LV for live, at Reality Check l- l- yep, that, on Facebook Live <laughs> as we continue straight ahead.
1: Yep, that. That. Uh-huh. Reality Check
4: live. I'm Reverend Ted Haggard. I used to fight my homosexual urges every single second, but not anymore with once daily Not Gay at All. Not Gay at All is clinically proven to fight your latent tendencies. Just one pill in the morning, I don't even think about a sweaty, shirtless Matthew McConaughey until the next morning while I'm lying alone in bed thinking about... (laughs) Where's my pill bottle? Not Gay at All is the number one treatment for those urges you've had since the fifth grade. Thanks to Not Gay at All, my doctor's says I'm now completely straight. Isn't that right, Doc? You done back there? Yep.
0: A clean bill of health. Not gay at all should not be taken with crystal meth or in the presence of a gay prostitute. Side effects are rare, but include headaches, nausea, Republican Party memberships, and an occasional oily discharge. Ask your doctor if you're gay enough for not gay at all. If urges keep you from living the life you've created, purge the urge with not gay at all.
2: Reality Check Live with Carrie Harrison. I wanna be a Republican. I'm tired. Part of doing what I should Want to do what I can, 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 can Grab as much as I can Keep it all for me Cause life is a party And the grand old party is a party Where I want to be Lower taxes
0: are God's plan Global warming helps my ten. Give a gun to every man To protect us from the very When you know you're better than All those non-Americans There's no need to join the Clan. Just become Republican. Huh. Reality Check Live. I love it. Carrie Harrison here with you, your new best friend. This is Reality Check Live, realitychecklive.org. You can also follow us on all social media at Check LV for live, at LV. Also, every major streaming service, whether it's Stitcher, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, uh, Amazon's Alexa, the whole Soup Cat and Pizzas. We are there, and we are there for you, including a variety of different AMs and FMs. We're also in the OC and Riverside County, Hearts and Minds. And I made that conspicuous decision for Reality Check Live because we could talk to our allies and our friends around and around in tight circles forever and ever. We all agree. It's a kumbaya. It's great. You know, it's all good, clean fun. But... To make the change, as Mr. Gandhi reminded us, that we want to see, we have to actually be in the place where those people are. So, um, and we're on from 6 to 7 p.m. as the news block. That's pretty shocking and appalling, isn't it? <laughs> and I vote yes. So uh, we'll see what happens and how long my tires remain unslashed. <laughs> and let's jump to you as a lesbian, um, because you're, as far as I could tell, the only one in the room today. <laughs> I would include myself because I do have that twister twin sister. So I have a slightly – I have some inside scoop on that, for <laughs> sure. But you live in a male world. I mean, talk about patriarchy. Talk about Me Too. Talk about this and that.
1: You know, you you just uh, triggered a thought uh, when you mentioned ICA, uh, Independent Cities Association. I just have to bring up something. When I became the president of that organization – it was a proud moment for me, but for somebody to sort of try to undermine that uh through their uh derogatory comments made at the boardroom was a bit shocking. Um of course you know, I was I, I was I was kind of like Wow, I never thought that I had to break these historic barriers. I didn't run um, on that platform. I actually didn't even uh, ask Honor Pack or any of the um, equality for endorsements at the time because I was new to politics. I really started uh, kind of on the platform that Mitch had, which was public safety. And that's how I ended up kind of thrust into to elected office and fighting for issues uh, related to infrastructure and transportation. But I was more of About issues and advocacy than I was about. I want to be a token gay elected, or I want to run on that platform, um, and everybody should vote for me because I'm a woman, or because I'm a lesbian woman, or because I'm a Latina lesbian woman. And you talked about boxes, Mm -hmm. Um, and I checked. And and you know a thing or two about
0: boxes. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: <laughs> hot pockets, hot pockets <laughs> I, know
3: that.
1: Yeah. I know that Hot pockets um, You know
2: <laughs> um, I'm yeah. here to
0: help
1: <laughs> And what was so interesting too About uh, my upbringing Because being uh, from a Catholic home With one Republican and one Democrat parent, which there was this constant, like, argument at the dinner table. It it was interesting um, because I did check off a lot of boxes when I uh, was elected. I was the top vote-getter in my city, but as I said, I didn't run on that platform. I... um, I wasn't trying to be novel or token anything. I just really believed in public safety and improving our infrastructure for commuters on freeways, um, issues related to shaking, vibrations, soil erosion, um, flooding that was happening in my community uh, because of a State Department right-of-way. And it's great to be able to be the voice to, to make significant change, and that's what I like.
0: Well, that's the sound that means we're out of time, regrettably. Carrie Harrison here with you. This is a special edition of Reality Check Live. Don't forget you can hear us on your local NBC stations Monday at 6 p.m. here on public radio Fridays at 6.30 p.m. following the network news. You can always get a podcast of this and any other show. You can catch our videos, even see our uncensored behind-the-scenes production sessions at realitychecklive.org. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter. Sign up for all the fun. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Obsessive. And stalkingly. And of course, channel your inner Trump and tweet us early and often at GoHarrison. At GoHarrison. Which is also our handle on all social media, Facebook, and everywhere else. Preventing truth decay. Truth decay. Reality check.
1: Live.
4: I'd ask whether or not you think I will someday be on Mount Rushmore.
0: Hi, Carrie Harrison here. Now you can help our president receive his well-earned position on Mount Rushmore. I want you to remember this website, realityswag.com, realityswag.com. Why? Because we have the fantastic M Peach t-shirts. The big capital M followed by a fuzzy peach mpeach t-shirts you gotta get one at realityswag.com. this is the kind of stuff and crap that we're allowing in our country each purchase of this mpeach t-shirt goes directly to support this show and bring on high-level people to give you the real truth and prevent truth decay oh shut up realityswag.com you'll get a hundred percent cotton t-shirt with m and a peach m peach in three colors in white in green and black white green and black and all sizes you could imagine small medium large extra large 3x all the way up to 5x every single size three fantastic colors one hundred percent cotton unisex m peach t-shirt grab them by the so help eject our president right up to Mount Rushmore. And get your M.P.H. t-shirt today. Available at realityswag.com. 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 And wait till you see the design. It's pure genius. How dare you call me a genius? How dare you call me a genius? Available right now at realityswag.